Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. All right, today we are talking about a little known calculation that you can do that can save you thousands or tens of thousands of dollars while reducing your stress and helping you enjoy your life more. I mean, I like the sound of this. Yeah, and we're gonna show you how to do this in under 10 minutes, which I think is cool. Like it's a 10 right? minute process or this is only gonna take us 10 minutes to That you can to do in 10 minutes, it. and so that's what we're gonna do. Okay. So I've seen some people who have done this exercise and who have immediately freed up, I don't know, 10 or more hours really? each week while increasing their overall earnings. So it's really powerful. It's easier than third grade math. And like I said, it's probably gonna take 10 minutes or well, so. What is it? We're gonna get there, we're okay. gonna get there. So everyone thinks they know um, how much they earn, mm-hmm. like how many dollars per hour they earn, but most people are wrong. And okay. that's kind of what we're talking about here. Uh, because most people just look at, this is how many dollars per hour I get paid. I get paid $20 an hour or whatever. That's my hourly wage. Right. Or if I'm on salary, then if you know I can take the amount of hours I spend in an average week, divide that by my total salary, and then come up with an hourly wage. Mm-hmm. And again, that's wrong for almost all of us. And I'm going to show you why. And this is super powerful if you are someone who is trying to, you want to stay at home with your kids, and you're like, I have a job, but I want to stay at home. Yeah. Or maybe you want to retire early. Or, or maybe you have a job and you feel like it's golden handcuffs and you're like, I want to go do this, but I feel like, you know, right. this is super powerful because it's going to help you know exactly uh, when you can make that move or not. Okay. So, all right. If we haven't already met, we are Bob and Linda Waddick mm-hmm. and our job here is to help you thrive financially because we want to see you become seven figure givers. Like we've seen God do this in our lives. Yeah. And we want you to thrive financially so you can be in that position to be able to give on a significant and high level. Yeah. Um, so if you want our best tips, our best strategies, join our email newsletter at seedtime.com. That's where all of our best stuff is sent out. So mm-hmm. with that, let's get into this. And this whole yeah. thing we're talking about here um, is inspired by this book I read, uh, Your Money or Your Life. I read this many, many years ago. It's an old personal finance book. And this exercise came out of there. All right. So now most people think that if I make, say... $2,000 a week, and I work 40 hours. And if I take that and divide that, and that equals $50 per hour, okay? That's what most people think. And that makes a little bit of sense. But I'm gonna show you why that isn't even close to that simple. It seems like that's the simple calculation that should be, but it's just not the way it works, okay? So when you factor in all of the additional expenses mm. for going to work, you know, so for example, I remember when I had a corporate job, Yeah, I had to leave a half an hour or more before right. to drive all the way downtown. Yeah. And then I had to drive Usually an hour, half an hour back. Yeah. So it ended up being well over an hour per day extra mm-hmm. that I was working or I had to do that in order to get to my job. Yeah. So that's something that needs to be factored in. And then on top of that, like I had to get up early to get ready. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of hair that had to be done. <laughs> Or makeup, but I still had stuff that needed to be done. And for a female, like it takes a while to get ready for work. Yeah. Like you have to do some stuff here while we're working at home. But the point is, 
those are things that need to be factored into the equation. On mm. the other hand, there were clothes that I had to buy. I had to buy dress clothes for this um, thing that I worked at. Yeah. I had to buy just a lot of different things. And you have to factor all those pieces in the equation. Right. And so I'm going to list off a handful of different things here that I think are worth considering. And the book mentions a lot of these. Some of these are our own. We just kind of came up with. But so another thing they list here is decompression time. So if you have a job that's super stressful and you get yeah. home and you just aren't on your A game as soon as you walk back or walk in the house and like, I need a minute, like that needs to be factored in the equation because that's, that's extra time that you need to spend doing that. If you have a super stressful job that is causing you to be sick, like in some of these, like you might think, well, that's a stretch and maybe it is, but these are things to factor into this equation when we're trying to figure out our true hourly wage, okay? Right. So if you have a job where all the stress is making you sick or you're having to go to the doctor more because of stress or anything mm. like that, like this has to be factored in the equation, okay? So wear and tear on your car is something to consider. Yeah. Or like in our case, like the alternative that I was considering to my corporate job was me staying at home and running a business from home. In that case, we could have gotten by with one car. So really the expense of a car was tied to that job that I had. Yeah. You know, now certainly there's other jobs where, um, you know, you would still need a car. Right. So it all depends on what you're kind of comparing it to, but mm -hmm. and where you it's live just something and all types of factors. To be considered for right. sure. All right, another one is what I call deserve it expenses. Oh boy. So <laughs> so stuff where, man, my job is so hard, I hate my boss, I came home, it's like I deserve to X, Y, Z well. or whatever. Whereas if you're doing a different job, you might not need to have to have that, not to do that. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, I deserve to not make dinner tonight. I deserve to not make dinner. I deserve right. to go get this massage, blah, 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 go out in the bar and have a whole bunch of drinks, whatever the thing is. <laughs> um, but the dinner thing brings up another well, thing. But you might actually need a massage. No, yeah. Right. But again, depending yeah. on the work that you're doing, right. like, you might not. Mm -hmm. And that's why that has to be factored into the equation. In terms of food, like, again, my position that I worked at, like, sometimes there's a little bit of pressure to go out to lunch, which causes you to spend more money, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that has to be factored in the equation. Because if I were working at home, I probably wouldn't have gone out to lunch in that situation. Mm. So as you're seeing, like, there's a lot of things that people don't consider to be expenses that are tied to their job. And right. this is how you determine your real hourly wage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a few more things to consider here. So... Are there other things that you are paying other people to do um, because you just don't have time, because maybe you're working 60 or 70 hours a week, that if you did have a normal 40 hours a week job, right. or if you were working from home, that you wouldn't have to pay someone to do. Right. So like, that's a factor. Mm -hmm. Another really big one for a lot of women considering being a stay-at-home mom is like childcare. Yeah. You know, because this is such a big deal, because once you, this is why this is so, so important, because once you determine your real hourly wage, it's like suddenly childcare, maybe it doesn't even make any sense right. to have a job. Because like you factor in the expense of well, childcare and it's like, wait a minute. Especially if you're wanting to stay home with your kids and you're like, are they paying me enough money to keep me away from my kids? Like, yeah, because if mean, you that's... look at what's on paper, maybe you're making $20 an hour, but after you do this exercise, maybe it's less than five. what you're paying. Right. You know, or, and so yeah, I'm going to get to an example in five. just a minute and show my exact situation and what was going on with me. Mm. And then, you know, just kind of show you exactly how to do this whole thing. But anyway, the point is, is as you're going through all these costs, you can be thinking about these and writing down estimates on them. Because a lot of them, you're going to have to estimate. Like, they aren't going to necessarily be black and white numbers. 
and you want to be realistic with this. Like if you get too far into, I hate my job, I hate my boss, I have to do everything because of them. Like, you know, you want to be realistic so, with it to yeah, make you have a good to take solid the emotion calculation. Out yeah, of you got to remove a little bit of that. But know anyway, yourself well. So let me pull the iPad back up and just kind of go through an example from my life and my situation. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna take over writing. Your handwriting is a little. Great. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my last job. Okay. Um, this would have been 15 years ago or something. Right mm -hmm. before I get laid off, I was making $36,000 a year, working 40 hours a week. Yeah, that comes out to about $3,000 a month and 160 hours um, each month, okay? So we do that, we divide that, and then we get 18.75 per hour. That was my hourly rate, 18.75 per hour. Okay, so. Okay. So doing this exercise, what I did is starting going through all these different things, added up my drive time. So it was about one hour, conservatively, we'll say one hour per day drive time which comes out to 20 hours per month. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna take this, did we write down 160? Did you write down 160 or write down 160? 160 what? Hours. 160, oh, okay. So that's how much I was working every month, 160 hours, and so we're gonna add to that all these additional hours. So okay. the 20 Plus. hours per month of drive time, we're gonna mm -hmm. add to that, and then we're gonna add, um, it was about, I don't know, 10 hours a month, 30 minutes a day for getting ready for work. Okay. So each day, about 30 minutes a day, it comes out to 10 hours per month. Um, 30 minutes, like each day I had a lunch break where I wasn't paid, but I really couldn't go anywhere. So it's kind of like trapped. Ugh. You know what I mean? Because okay. it's like, I'm, 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 you know, not working, but I'm also stuck there. So it's like right. time I have to be there. So True. it's 30 minutes a day. So again, that's 10 hours per month okay. that I think we should add to this equation. All right. For me, I think it was probably about 30 minutes uh, a day of decompression time, especially when the job was really challenging, when I got home right. where I feel like I'm not myself. I need yeah. to breathe for a little bit to kind of get back. So again, that's another 10 hours per month. Okay. Okay. So we add all of those up um, to that 160, and that gives us 210 hours per month. Okay. That essentially my job was costing me of my time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We get all there. So we got 160 plus 20 plus 10 plus 10, 210 hours per month is about where we landed. Okay. All right, so let's Jeez. go break out another page now. Okay. And then we're gonna look at some of the additional expenses that I incurred in my particular situation. Okay. When I looked at all the money I had to spend on clothes, that I really didn't wear anywhere else other than work, it would end up being about $100 a month. Yeah. In some cases, maybe more. So it was $100 a month on clothes, because I had to do that. I would say $200 a month, probably yeah. eating out, because I was just too worn out to cook. I tend to be the cook in our house. Yeah. And so there's just those nights where it's like, I just got beat up at work all day. I yeah. don't feel like going to the kitchen and cooking, and so we're gonna go out. Yeah. And. There, it's just different, you know? And again, for me and my situation, I'm comparing this past thing to the work from home opportunity that I have now and running right. my business from home. And I don't have that too often. I cook a whole lot and I enjoy yeah. it, you know? But the point is, is that that was an extra expense I had. So $200 a month on that. Okay. $200 a month on gas, mm. driving to and from work back and forth. Mm -hmm. that my employer didn't pay me for. Yeah. And I would say probably $200 a month on wear and tear on the car. I think that's a fair kind of wow. depreciation yeah. um, expense that, you know, 
just the cost of needing a car to yeah. do that. And then like if we add it up, just the fact in our situation that like we could have maybe even gotten by with one car and then we just right. get rid of that entire car, lose the car payment and all the stuff, like that was another $300 a month. Um, so anyway, and so there's a whole bunch of other things we were talking about that like mm -hmm. I could probably add to this equation, but we'll just start here. And so you add all those up, you get $1,000 per month of extra expenses that it was costing me to do that, okay? Now, we take the $3,000 a month that I was earning, and we now need to subtract out this $1,000 a month, okay? And so that gets us to an actual earnings of about $2,000 a month, okay? And then, so we're making about $2,000 a month, and then our hours, uh, they say it's only 160, but it's actually 210. So we divide right. that, those $2,000 we're making, by this 210 hours per month, and that gets us a real hourly wage of $9.50 per wow. hour. So even though um, I thought I was making $18 per hour, the reality is when you add all this stuff up, it was only about $9.50 an oh, hour. Oh gosh. So, and this doesn't even take into account like taxes. Like we're not even going there yet. You know what I mean? Oh. Like this isn't take home pay. This is Ooh. still like top line numbers. Right. And so, yeah, and there was another example. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you the one girl who drove in our office. I think she drove an hour and 15 oh, minutes to gosh. work every day. Yeah, so, I had someone that drove like that to my work too. And and I'm like, I can't Man, imagine she was making much either. We're, we're working for you know, pretty low paying jobs yeah. at that point and the amount of miles she was putting on her car. And, and when gas was spiking. The time, and, like, oh gosh. it's like, I, I, I can't even imagine running these numbers for a situation right. like hers. And so the point is like how to use this information. Like what I want to talk about now is this is information to help you make a better decision for you and your family. Okay. Right. Because in my case, $18 an hour means one thing to me. But once I find out that it's actually $9.50 an hour, man, there might be a $12 an hour job right next door to me that is less stressful. Yeah. That actually is closer. The yeah. real hourly wage is closer to $12 an hour right. that would beat this out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's really powerful. And it's like, you know, maybe driving for Uber makes more sense for you, you know, right. than doing this thing. Like it's just information to help you make a better financial decision. And that's why this is so important. It's interesting because it's really like people don't think like this. Right now. Not very many. Like, I, I mean, I remember there were several places close to us that maybe you could have gotten a job, but it would have looked like a step down. Yeah. Like, oh, he did, he can't get a real job, so he's got to go, you know, yep. do this. But actually, like, would it have simplified our life a whole lot more? Probably. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I worked at a financial services firm, and I got to dress up every day. And right. from the outside looking in, it looked like I was special. But it the was... reality is, is... I was stuck in the middle of cubicle land doing, pushing papers and... Um, and you were miserable. No, and hated it. And meanwhile, at the same time, like based on this exercise, I probably could have went and waited tables at a nice restaurant. Right. And done way better. Right. You know? So anyway... And just, not hated your life. <laughs> yeah. And just had more freedom and everything else. But so with all that, I want to throw out just a few other factors to consider with this whole thing that... Are some are counterpoints to this because again, like this isn't. There's nothing in personal finance is one size fits all, and so mm -hmm. you need to be able to evaluate these decisions all the way around. And I want to give you all the perspectives here. So, 
one of the counterpoints to this in terms of like, should I go drive for Uber or should I work at this corporate job? Right. It's you need to think about the long-term potential of it, right? Mm -hmm. You need to think about the career path. Right. Okay. So Uber, you're probably not going anywhere beyond that. <laughs> you know, like there's not a, a career you're path not for advancement. The corporate ladder. Um, you know, and in my case, there was some opportunity and I was a little bit pigeonholed in my personal situation, but at my company, there was a lot of opportunity for growth. Right. And a lot of opportunity that if I would have stuck there, I probably would have advanced into higher level paying jobs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so that's a factor to consider, mm -hmm. you know, in the whole thing. Another thing is that it's not just about the money, right? Yeah. Like, this isn't just about that. Like, I think that's something to uh, always consider with your job. Yeah. You know, it's not just about what they're paying you. You know, and something else, like the drive to work, like I actually miss the drive to work. Right? I know. Yeah. Like, you do. I, like, I enjoyed having that time, that quiet time to and from work. And part of that, honestly, was part of my decompression time. Right. Um, my time to listen to audiobooks or podcasts or whatever. You know, and I know for you, like, you really miss working with people, like in an office yeah, environment. Yeah, totally. And it's like, we love working at home, but I yeah. know that you miss that camaraderie of absolutely having a bunch of people. So, like, that's just another factor where it's not just about the math problem that right. we just showed you. But these are different lenses to kind of think through this decision for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Yeah. And then the most important thing, of course, is to follow God and like where he's Absolutely. leading you in this whole thing. Because like I know when I first did this calculation, I felt like I was supposed to stay in that job. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to stay in this job. But I felt like God had me there for a purpose and a reason. And I'm like, all right, I'm supposed to stay here. And so in that case, it doesn't, the numbers don't matter, you yeah. know. So you like you have to obviously keep that into the equation. But anyway, the goal of this whole thing is to kind of help you figure out what this number is for your, yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's your homework right now, um, to do this equation for yourself. Um, go line by line through all these different things. Yeah, and like I said, you can do this in 10 minutes. It's not going to take that long. It's a simple problem to figure out. Right. And um, yeah, and I'd love to hear um, how big of a surprise. Like, let us know in the comments or send us a DM or something. Like, what, were you surprised by what you found? Was it exactly what it was? Like, how did it come out for you? And is it helping you make a different decision? Like, did you discover, wow, maybe I can stay at home with the kids, you know? Yeah. Did you discover, maybe I should go do chase my dream of doing that other job that seems like it pays less? Yeah, I mean, this, to me, this is, like, pretty wild to, like, think through this process. Yeah. Because it feels like the safe thing to do is just probably stay where you are. But for a lot of people, this is a really good exercise to just get information yep. and then take it to the Lord. Yep. You know? And again, you can do this in 10 minutes. So that's my encouragement. That's your homework. Like, go do it. Get it done. And add the perks of, like, if you get a free, if, you, if your work has a gym. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. Like, no, do both sides of the equation. For like, sure. that's a great point. Yeah. Um, because it's easy to just tear down your job and well, all the things are not doing And for I feel you. like for you too, like you you really loved getting out of that job. So <laughs> Yes. Yes. It's it you're making it sound a little bit like, you know, everything's awful. But like a lot of people have great health insurance. Like that's also yeah. something huge to consider. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. Like I, I very much framed this through me wanting to get See? out of it. But yes, that's a great point. Like yeah. pay attention to those other perks that you have. Um, but you like know, the 401k add, matching and all that stuff. Add yeah. the numbers in it, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like that all matters. Yeah. No, because you can do that with a lot of those different things. Like you can get an estimate of what the health insurance would cost you if you weren't doing there. You right. can get an estimate for what the 
401k matches and all that stuff. Yeah. So those are easy numbers to kind of add to the equation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So ultimately, again, the whole thing is just help you make a good decision for yourself and mm -hmm. your family. And um, yeah, so hopefully this helps. Yeah, let us know. Send us a DM. Send us a like. Whatever. That'll help us know. Smash that like button. As my eight-year-old always says, <laughs> smash that like button and hit subscribe and all this stuff. So that's all for today. See ya. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.